Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me, starring... Someone who is fully vaccinated and someone who got their first shot, me, Megan Rinks, <laughs> and Melissa DeMonts. Are you yes, so excited? Yes. I'm so excited that by like mid-June, then I will be able to hug you and we can record this in person. And I um, will not lie to you. I'm excited that I do have that time period to clean this room. You and said make that last time. So you've had, you know, over a week to start. Yes, but I've chosen other projects to prioritize. But you know? I feel like this room was is a the, priority at the beginning of quarantine. 
that yes exactly that's, <laughs> that's how my brain works I start a project I literally like have the rug that was in here that I've been trying to sell still haven't sold it and do you know why because I can't for the life of me figure out which fucking offer up account I created on what email and I keep getting these emails being like so and so inquired about your rug and then I click respond to the message and it's like we take you to the website you have no messages and I'm like what why so don't I have to figure you it out. create a new new it's account plan. and then have it designated like you know that's the one write it down in your notes app that's going to be my plan and then I was also thinking of doing like Facebook marketplace but um making <laughs> making like my friend do it so it's not my Facebook because mm-hmm. I get paranoid that someone's gonna try and you know murder me because yes. I guess I just piss out piss off a lot of people you online do. so I'm thinking of that too. And she's very responsible. Mm-hmm. So she could she could probably help me figure that out. But yeah. you restricted someone I was in an argument with on our Instagram. Yeah, I didn't want it. I was keeping it going. <laughs> I know. Hey, but when someone when you restrict someone, you can still see their comments. Yeah, I know. You just have to approve their comments. I, I don't know. think they commented again. Yeah, he did. Oh, did you but he didn't it? at me in it, so I didn't see it till later. So then I was like, I just, whatever. I want to know. He didn't respond to our, our ongoing thread. He just started a new comment. Boomer so, things. Yes. I just want to know but where I'll, they find. Where, they, where did he, The thing is, where did they find us? He obviously listens to the show and follows the Instagram account. So why are you here? Literally, also, why I, are you here? I also looked him up on other things. And like, he's like a grown ass man with like, like 40s, 50s, has two kids. Like. What? Yeah. Dude, there is this weird subset. Like, I don't have, like, I'm not someone who has, like, a massive amount of male followers. But, I mean, the mass majority of the male followers that I have are um, not straight. But then anyone who is, like, over, like, like, and then I just get into, like, these, like, old conservative men mm-hmm. who just, like, respond to every single one of my stories and, you know... It's, yeah. it's odd. I'm like, well, how did you get here? Yes. I even have someone on Twitter who like responded to my tweet who doesn't follow me, who was like, aren't you pro? I was like about yelling about this woman that I know who murdered her dog. And she was like, responded and going, aren't you pro-choice? I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. Like, let her make her own choices. And I'm like, first of all, you read them somewhere? Where? My, my New Yorker profile? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, where are you, what are you talking about? And then also, I'm like, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. Like, you, and you're not pro-choice, you bitch. There's nothing right. that pisses me off more than people being like, well, aren't you pro-choice? Let her make a choice. I'm like, you're not that's pro-choice. Not, and that's not even how pro-choice, whatever. No. I know. Yeah, that's like this, this, this man was talking about like celebrity. It was like, I'm not a celebrity, not even close to being one. And uh, like, don't say that because when you, you are suggested as a public figure to follow. Okay. <laughs> don't tell yourself. Sure. <laughs> and I'm just like, and then he said that I was the puppeteer behind the celebrities as a producer. I mean, you know, me and Grace, me and Grace were some alt-right extremists before you came along and started pulling our strings. Grace and I are just, Grace and I are just empty shells. You just stick your hand up our ass and make us, you make us talk, do all of that shit. Oh, God. I had a good laugh. I mean, boomers. Yeah. They can't take the heat. That's also true. Yeah. Which I think he's Gen X, though. That's almost worse. Yeah. Because they kind of just like, hang in the background 
Well, because Gen X, like, like boomers don't know how to use Facebook, but Gen X does. And like, I don't think they have jobs. And then there's on Facebook all day. <laughs> and you're like, Ew. oh, I know where he works. I looked up all the oh, information. Okay. Good, 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 good. He thinks because he that. doesn't have his actual name on things that I can't find him anywhere. He no, thinks no, that. No. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sure he does because his account's blocked. He only follows like 12 people. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't use his actual name. But Picture. all I had to do is, you know, look up his username popped up on Twitter. Then I use his picture from Twitter to find him on Facebook. It was very easy once I got there. It's so I, I do that shit. Yeah. All I mean, that's our professionally. We could. <laughs> it's yeah. so quick. I did that yeah. with um, I, I did him on his LinkedIn found where he works it was very easy i love that i did uh a siblings are dating instagram story oh, where i had people send you saw i know you saw i'm explaining oh, to, to the viewers i, I forget see. that there's people listening yeah, to us we talked about this already but um one girl had like submitted her and her boyfriend and i i didn't look at anyone's profiles before i like posted like the pictures because i didn't mm-hmm. want like giveaways or whatever um and so then i looked at hers after she revealed that they were dating and I was like, when he, they were dating, I was like, I no, thought they were siblings. Where this is going. Yeah, mm-hmm. he looks older than her. And I was just like, eh, like, I hope you're whatever. Click on it eventually. Click on him. And I'm just like, I do not like this man. First, I look at her profile. She follows Biden. She follows like AOC. She like, you know, she seems to be like a, a, a smart, responsible young mm-hmm. lady. Mm-hmm. Granted, I think she's my age or older than me. She just looks really young. Mm-hmm. And I look at her boyfriend and I'm like, sus you vibes. Just got if this, those, those vibes. Uh-huh. If this man is not Australian, he's a, he's a Republican. Like, you are blonde and tall and like really tan and strong, but like th- the kind of tan that like your skin's leathery. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, mm, are you Australian or, or are you Republican? So I look <laughs> through, oh, Oh, who is he is following all of them. Then I look at the highlights. He's on a boat with a Blue Lives Matter flag and all of this stupid fucking shit. And he's also following the accounts. Like, I hate when people follow accounts that are like hot babes, blah, 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 that are run by men. Nothing Mm -hmm. pisses me off more. And they're not tagging who these girls are. They're not even giving these girls promo. They're They're just just like stealing pictures to get off on. And they're also like all just like talking mad shit about these women. And like, I, I hate it. I hate it. And it just pisses me off. So he's following all of those accounts. <laughs> like posted, reposted this a picture when it was the reveal. And it was like, okay, they're dating. And he looks too old for you. And you deserve way better than a Trump supporter. And then her and I started messaging. And what she said, which I was like, Sis. she was like, how did you know he's a Trump supporter? And I was like, did you not know? And she was like, well, no, I know. It's just like, is it really obvious? And I was like, yeah, so she doesn't want other people to know. Wow. And I was like, and I was like, so are you also Republican? She was like, God, no, I don't even know how we make it work. Like, I don't support that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, if you're passively, you're passively supporting it by dating him. Like, are you spending like a great deal of time every day? Like, have you only been dating dating for two years? And I was like, have you had you made any headway on like in changing his like incorrect, bigoted opinions and all that kind of stuff. And then she immediately stopped responding. Cause I was like, dude, being, you were not like an ally. If you are passive, if like this, you're passive as fuck. Yeah. Like you're not doing anything when it matters. Like, ugh, I mean, you're voting hopefully, but like, that's the shit that pisses me the fuck off. But I felt bad for her. And like, it was clear that it was like, that was what she was worried about was people knowing, knowing you know? 
The internet is very easy if you just look. <laughs> I know. I'm like, tell your boyfriend not to have a fucking Blue Lives Matter flag that he's posing in front of then. But his face also just dead giveaway. Or tell him to fake an Australian accent. Throw me off my track. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sounds like a fitness dude. And yeah. so it's like, only goes one of two ways. Yeah. Insanity. Well, guys, we're kind of stalling because our update... Uh, <sighs> You know, ghosted us. Um, I wonder if she got her times mixed up mixed up because she was very enthusiastic about sharing her update. And yeah, it's was... one that we got a lot of people to write in. Like people, a lot of people responded to. So let me actually introduce you to our uh, show. Welcome. Hi, if you're brand new here, this is Don't Blame Me. We're an advice show. You call in, leave us voicemails, and then we give our expert advice and opinions and what we lack in credentials we make up for in said opinions. So if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Now for the requirements of the voicemails that you're leaving. Gotta let us know 18 or over, have your parents' permission. Let us know your pronouns. And then practice. Write down what you're going to say. You only have three minutes and you will be cut off by literally... Google, but also like a three minutes is a long time. We a lot pers- of people will like call in and they'll speed through their thing and they're like, I, I know I'm running on 10 and they have a whole minute left. So yeah. if you write it out and practice and time yourself, I think you can, you know, have a more fulfilling call where we can give you all the information. And then you don't have to skip out on information because mm-hmm. you think that you're running low on time. But then there's also something sometimes that happens when you're not timing and you haven't practiced where you give so many unnecessary details at the beginning that by the time you get to the end, you're rushing and missing stuff. So practice, write it down, time it, all of that. Um, and then we will give you our fantastic opinions. Mm-hmm. And we're super, super, super great. We definitely <laughs> give... Uh, Can you set the bar a little lower? Okay, we're, 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 okay, we're dece. We're pretty dece. <laughs> but um, we give advice, like we give advice to each other. We're tough love, but also we care about all of you, but we're not sugar coders. We're not like peace, love, optimism, and any of that kind of stuff. So the friend, the, we're the advice that your friends who have been like, no, girl, you got it. Like, it's good. Like, don't worry. I'm sure he'll be awesome. Well, we'll shoot it to you straight. It's what you need, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. We're the opposite of that Yes Man movie. (laughs) We're like, nah, bitch. Nah, bitch. Uh, Is there anything else? No. I think we're good. We can just get into the episode, I guess. Okay. Let's get on into the episode. Hey, Megan and Melissa. I'm calling because I'm having some problems with the management at my work. Um, I'm 22 years old. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm a Taurus. To preface, I have three jobs, two of which are like real people jobs that I work part-time at. My third job is that I own a small business, so I'm a pretty busy person trying to do it all. One of my part-time jobs has been really difficult lately in terms of feeling taken care of at work. This is a new small business that opened up during the pandemic, and the owners also have a baby, so keep that in mind. Basically, we're not getting breaks. Usually, it's just two people scheduled at a time, and usually only one of those people is able to do a crucial job, which means that when that person needs to take a break or use the washroom, they can't if a customer needs to be served. That person being me. (laughs) If there's a lull, I'll just tuck into the corner and eat some of my lunch, but it usually never gets finished while it's still hot because I keep having to leave it to serve customers. One of the owners will come in to cover breaks, but this means I feel pressured to still eat my food quick and get back to work because he always makes me feel like a burden. 
um, yeah, like when he has to do something more important uh, than, you know, cover breaks, like fix something. Uh, yeah, we also work nine hour shifts. So basically I'm asking for the bare minimum here. They do pay well though. So that's not an issue, but that doesn't excuse not giving your employee a 30 minute break, which is legal. I find bringing this stuff up really difficult because they're always talking about how tired they are and how difficult it is to have a baby and operate a small business. But this leaves me always feeling like a burden when asking for things. One of the managers is also quite particular and likes to point out when I've done things wrong often, which I don't agree with because I've been working in this industry for longer than him and I know that I'm good at my job. I brought this up in a staff meeting recently and when I asked for a third person on who so who can cover breaks, I was shut down right away with, well, we can't afford that right now. So it made me never want to ask questions again. I understand that I'm not asking for too much by needing help. Like an extra person would help out a ton. It would mean that the two people can actually get, get the shift duties done. I've also tried to be helpful by taking on extra duties um, to help the owners out since I know they have a lot on their plates and it's hard to have a baby in a new business. I get that. Um, this is the job also that makes me the majority of my income. So I don't want to lose what's keeping me afloat. My other job um, is the job that makes me really happy. So I stay there because it makes me happy. But this one makes makes my income for sure. And then my small business is, <laughs> that'll make me income eventually. Anyways, I just want your opinions on how I can bring this up to my bosses gently. Um, that I'm basically feeling overworked and undervalued, even though I only work two days a week um at this job but I don't know I would just love your input because I'm finding it hard to bring this up in a way that will actually make things move forward thank you I mean this is illegal it's very much illegal if you can't afford to pay your employees and be in compliance with the law then you shouldn't be in business and you don't need to be in business and if you reported this to the ocean I don't know who whatever, the workforce people in your county, your city, then they would get shut down or fined at the at the least. And then they would be required to bring someone else in. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing of like you feeling like empathy or like sympathizing for like, oh, well, you've got this baby and like all of this stuff, like that's manipulation. Like mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with you and your job. Like they decided to have a baby and open a small business in the middle of the pandemic. Like they did that. Like that's mm -hmm. on them. And if they're they they're not able to do both and pay people and do it legally then they sh like that's on them and it's not your responsibility. But the issue is, is this is where you're getting the majority of your income. So, I mean, before you said that, I was like, report them. That's what you should do. But you really can't stand to lose this job. So I would, I would do two things at the same time. I would like sit to sit with like the other people that you work with and like you all kind of band together and have a conversation and approach. So it's not just like one person. And at the but same it seems time, like the manager, because if there's only two of them working, then the manager would be the other person. Right. And so oh. and the manager is kind of on their side. So did they mean it? Oh, I, I my mind was only two people are ever working at once. But they do they swap it? It's every th those are the only know. two people hired. I would maybe. think okay. if the manager is the one that's there and being particular about her not doing the job, then that would mean right that the, that does make sense. That they the were the only two employees there. in general, not just on one ship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean. Or there while she's there. Yeah. There could be more, but those are just the people that are there while she's there. 
Well, that's what I'm curious. If there are people who are working while you're not there, like having a conversation with them to talk about like how that's kind of like what that is, because like, I so are you being paid under the table? Because like, yeah. that's the thing that like, are you having because like legally you do have to clock out for breaks. Mm-hmm. And so like, are you are they having you fake your work like document? Like, are you faking that kind of stuff? Because like, Cause that's, that's again, not good. Mm-mm. And I know it seems like this is like a retail job, maybe retail yeah. or food service, food maybe. Service maybe, yeah. Are there other jobs within like close to you that you can see? Because you're working there two days a week. Are there other similar jobs that are around you that, you know, are take care of their employees that. Yeah, I would look, look for, for a new job. job. But I would also say, like, if you're but not being. Still, you still need to report them. Yeah. But I would say if you're not being paid under the table, be like, you're going to have to if you're I'm not faking work documents and Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this kind of stuff. Also, you shouldn't feel obligated to, quote unquote, help them out because that's not part of your job. No. Well, and also what would happen if you had your break and you were like when when each of you have your break, you and the manager it's just going to run slow. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm only one person on right now. Like, I know that that's rough and that can feel like a lot of pressure on that singular person. But if like, it's like, no, the service is going to suffer if we don't have a third person there and like kind of putting your foot down and be like, no, I'm not going to work through my break. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. Like, yeah, I mean, even like them fixing broken things, like why this is a new business. Why are things breaking down? Yeah. Um, that just means that they weren't prepared to go into business. I mean, I used to work at this, um, this was back when I was in college. I worked at this company that was like a new company that was a fitness type place. Oh, I um, remember. And they, it was only two of us working, but then someone would come either the bosses or their sister would come in and cover when we had to do breaks. Mm-hmm. So if they're not doing that, then like they can come in, fix the stuff when you're not supposed to be on a break. And then when you go on break, they're there to cover for you. Yeah. Yeah. This just seems like I think right now they're kind of making you feel like they have all of this power and they Mm -hmm. don't like if they're this fucking desperate and all of that stuff, like nobody is, this isn't like a you thing. They're not going to be able to have someone working there. Who's like, chill maybe like and if they have someone who's like chill with like not taking breaks and like legally all of it like it will blow up in their face eventually and so like if searching for a new job but then also putting your foot down and like you don't own this company so like if you don't need to go a like two thousand percent above and beyond because they're not doing that for you no i i mean as a small business you should be working more than your employees and they're not like I work so much so much every freaking week and um I I don't have breaks I don't take time off like when I I, like my time off quote unquote is like a few hours on the weekends it's not even a full day so they're not putting in the work so you shouldn't be punished for that Mm -mm. yeah I mean, I think it's a risky move to kind of call their bluff and be like, I'm just not, I'm not going to do all of this. Like, I'm going to take my breaks and all that. But I think the only way that that's like not a really (laughs) potentially reckless decision is if you're also simultaneously looking for a new job. Mm -hmm. Um, And even if it's also a new job that is just like 
temper that that's not like a that's not going to be a long-term one like maybe look into like some nannying jobs that are like these night like because it's it's two days a week from like these hours or whatever and like having that guaranteed kind of thing um because like that's always a really great in-between job Mm -hmm. is nannying because it's great money yeah but some people aren't no yeah into it but you know there's I don't know where you live or what the job situations are in your area, but this is the uh, bottom line is it's illegal. That's the yeah. bottom line. <laughs> so you got to. Well, and I, I mean, I think down. a power move is being like sitting down with your bosses and being like, I this is how I feel about this. And like, this is like really hard for me. And like this either needs to be like you need to hire a third person. And if you can't afford that, then someone needs to come in during every break. And one of you needs to be here Mm -hmm. to be that third person to do all of that. And if not, I am going to report you for this being illegal. And if you fire me, I'm also going to report for a wrongful termination and report this business for doing this. And it's illegal. Mm -hmm. Checkmate, bitch. Like, (laughs) Which I mean, it's pretty it's hard. Gonna, to it's going to make for a hostile work environment. You have, I, I honestly think you have to leave this place. Yeah, that's the only way because it's going to be hostile no matter what. Mm-hmm. So I think you need to call them out on the, all this shit, but have another job lined up. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. And then when you leave, you should still report it. Yes. It Who gives a fuck reported. if they have a baby? That's yeah. That that shit took nine months to incubate. They had fucking time. Mm-hmm. And they don't both have to be there to watch the baby. No. The baby they, can fucking come to work. Yeah. Fucking wear that shit. Yeah. Unless you work at like a knife shop. <laughs> like <laughs> dum 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 dum. Um Oh, what what else also is this like not allowed, but like if someone has a break and there's one person, can you schedule to have your the breaks at the same time and you just shut down for 30 minutes? You can during do every that. Break? Yeah. yeah, you could do that and let them know that like get, they, there are options to do this. But like mm-hmm. ultimately, like legally, we need be, to be able to have yeah, this. If it's during like a, a if they schedule it during a, during a slower time, then yes, you can do that. Yeah, literally just closed sign. We'll mm-hmm. be back in and 30 minutes. It. Yeah. People, you see those signs all the time. All the time. Yep. Yeah. But I just grew up in a small town, so I always wondered if that's... It's sometimes it was like, I'm like, I don't even think they're... I think they're just yeah, <laughs> wandering around. I don't think it's like a scheduled thing, but... Well, best of luck. And I apologize because like not being confrontational and like not really... Yeah, that's like a hard... It's a hard situation to be in because... Yeah. I mean, if I was in this over. situation, I would just not show up to work anymore but i'd already have another job lined up and this is just me and i know that you don't sound like that type of person um i'd already have another job lined up wouldn't i wouldn't even because i'm not like a really confrontational person or i wasn't back when Mm -hmm. you know i was working for other people i wasn't confrontational so i would have (laughs) just found another job and then not showed up yeah oh okay should we go on to the uh the next Hi, Megan and Melissa. I am 25 years old, and I'm divorced. Oh, my pronouns are she, her. So back in 2017, I graduated from college with a degree in biology. Um, I originally went to college with a doctor, um, a medical doctor, and about halfway through, I realized it wasn't a career for me. Um, a little bit of background. I'm a first-generation immigrant to the United States. My parents worked really hard to provide for our family and to get us here. Uh, My dad is a successful um, biologist. He has a 
PhD and he's working internationally. Um, and it's kind of like the, you know, the success story of his family. Um, and ever since I was growing up, they've made it very clear to me and my siblings that there were only a few career paths that they would really support and, and, and help us achieve. And so that's kind of the biggest reason why I think I wanted to be a doctor was because I knew that there were only a few options that my parents really wanted us to do. And when I decided in college I didn't want to be a doctor, I felt, well, this is the best thing was maybe get a PhD. I wouldn't be a medical doctor, but at least I would have a doctorate degree. So I graduated in 2017 and knew still that I probably didn't want to be, um, <laughs> I probably didn't want to enter the PhD program. I was only doing it for my family. So instead, I decided to get a job um, in a research lab, and I've been working in a research lab ever since. Now, every year that I have been working, my parents have been constantly asking me about the PhD programs that I've actually applied a few times and have just not get gotten into the programs that I've applied to. The competition is really competitive, and I think that, you know, I don't know, in some ways I think it's kind of a blessing that I didn't get it. I really know in the back of my mind that I don't want to do it. I'm doing it so what they desire for me. Um, I just bought a house this year, so I obviously am doing really well, but I feel as though my relationship with my parents will never be good unless I go and get the PhD. I don't really know what other options I have, what other options I do have, because I've tried talking about it in the past for the last couple of years, and they still made it very clear that until I get that PhD or until I get that doctorate degree, they really won't be happy with what I'm doing. I'm currently actually about to start a master's program because it'll help my field, and with all this extra time and space that I have, that I'll have soon, I am, you know, looking at the other hobbies and ventures, entrepreneur ventures that I've always wanted to do, um, but they really don't like that, and it's still not easy. So, I don't know how I can talk to them or what I should do about my situation. It's really hard, because I do want to make them happy, but I also want to live my own life. Thanks. It's difficult. I mean, I have experience with this. Yeah, I was going to say, you you can speak on this far more (laughs) than I can. So, you know, I studied biology as well. I was planning to go to dental school. My parents had instilled in me since I was a child that, you know, this is my path. This is the path that Mm -hmm. we have for you. And um, we're not immigrants, but, you know, I feel like when you're part of a marginalized group, then, I mean, I think we've all heard this speech in some way or another that was kind of you know we've heard it and then it was like immortalized by pop pope on scandal when he said you know we have to be twice as good to get half of what they had and so our parents just want us to be just as educated and more educated so that we can do better than the previous generation and and this, I think this is for any generation. It was just like, and it doesn't have to do with immigrants or any marginalized group. It's just that, you know, if you just work hard and pull yourselves up by the bootstraps, then you're just going to have the American dream. And that's simply, and it just took out a lot of like happiness and and mental well-being and mental clarity. And I, for me, when I told, I was terrified when I told my parents that I was not going to dental school and they kind of didn't believe me at first um and it took a minute for them to come around but when I like talked to them about how I was feeling how I was doing um what going into a different field would mean to me 
And then when they saw me working in the other the entertainment industry and then saw how um, fulfilling it was for me, um, then they came around to it. They support me 100% now. And I think maybe, I don't know if you've had like the actual conversation with them about this is not what I want. Instead of just scurrying around it and, you know, doing things to show that you're taking the steps to go to the next thing, just being direct like this, I'm fine with where I am. I'm successful. I bought a house. Like I'm good. This, this is what I need for myself. I don't need this for you. Yeah. I think like, you're right. The, the important thing is like, I think your parents are thinking like, this is what made me happy. Mm-hmm. It will make you happy. And if like having a conversation with them that it's like, I'm so glad that this was your calling and this is what made you really happy. And like, I, I'm really happy with where I'm at. And that, I, that doesn't make me happy. I really don't want to do that. That's not something that like, it's not because I don't think I'll be good or like, I don't, I I know deep in my gut, like that's not for me. And I don't want to be miserable doing this thing just to make you happy. And I really hope that something that makes me so miserable is not going to make you happy. I, Mm -hmm. I, I hope you're not happy that I'm miserable. And like, I want you to see right now that like, I don't feel that I've like failed personally. Like I just feel like I'm just, I've disappointed you. And it's hard to grapple with the choice of like, do I do what makes me happy and sacrifice do I do what makes me happy and sacrifice your happiness? Or do I sacrifice my happiness to make you happy? And like, I, 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 you're right. You have to have that conversation with them. But I think also if you focus on like, yeah, your happiness and that I, the idea for them that if it's like, well, no, like this means this security and like, this means all of this. And like, it, it might take a while for them to kind of come around to it, but like, everyone's path is going to be different and what Mm -hmm. makes one person happy won't make somebody else. And also the sacrifices that you have to make to get to that goal. So like when you really want to fucking become a doctor and like you're going through all that school, like you're doing that because you are looking forward to like the light at the end of the tunnel. But like for you, like when you don't want that. And so all the fucking work you have to put or not doctor, like PhD, like, but like to do like the fucking work (laughs) in itself is uh, you don't even want that end goal. And mm-hmm. that's like so, so much. And it doesn't sound like you're relying on them like financially. Like it sounds like you bought a house, like you're good with that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to feel like you've disappointed people and it's probably will take some time. I mean, like me dropping out of college, I had nobody who thought it was a good idea, not even my friends. And it like, I had to explain to them and they're like, well, no, college is such a great experience. I'm like, you're having a great time. I'm having a horrible time. And like, that's not like, I don't want to go try somewhere else. I don't want to go do any of this other thing. But like, it's really hard for people to see something that they've really enjoyed and have you not enjoy it. Because then something that I also had to learn was like, I had to explain, I'm like, I'm not judging you for enjoying this. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to say that like, this is like, you are wrong or that this isn't good. Or this is like a bad thing as a concept. Like this was bad for me, just like bell bottom jeans might be bad for you. (laughs) Like that doesn't mean that they're coming back soon. I mean, I live for them. I live for them too, but you know how fashion it's like, I feel like next five, three to five years, it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I already have so many, so I'm ready for <laughs> it. But yeah, it's so like, it's, it, it's about explaining like, this isn't what makes me happy. And that's not a judgment on what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm so grateful for all of this, but we have different priorities and we're different people. And it yeah. might just hit, yeah, take a while. Yeah. Which is rough. But congratulations on all of your success. Yeah. Well, best of luck. Um, and yeah, you know, I think another great thing is to like show how happy you are to your parents and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and be proud, which can be hard when someone you feel like you're disappointing someone. Yeah. The best of luck. Let's take a break and we will be right back after these messages. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, 
in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like, I'm drinking like a drink drink. Like you can throw a little straw in there and it's, it's delicious. It's so good. And I just, I love, they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah. I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code blame me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards 
And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. And we're back. Should we get into the rest of the calls? Hi, Mick and Melissa and all you little fuckers out there. I have a problem that has been building up for a few years and has come to a head recently uh, around Christmas last year. And it's still going strong. Uh, there's a lot of backstory, but basically I'm 26, my boyfriend's 29, we use she, her, and he, him pronouns respectively. And we've been together for almost 10 years and we've been through a lot together. Um, the problem we're having now regards my family. There's always been a rather strained relationship between my family and my boyfriend for various reasons. Uh, at first, when we were teenagers, they didn't really ne necessarily agree with all of his choices. But they got over it when they realized I was serious about him and they got to know each other better. Recently, we've been noticing that uh, there's been a lack of respect from my family. It's been a lot of little things uh, that build up to a big lack of respect. Uh, for example, he has never really gotten any uh, birthday presents from them and he feels like they aren't making an effort. Uh, we brought this to them, or I did. I brought this to them alone um, around Christmas time. Uh, and we talked about it a little bit, but we've never talked about this, the four of us together. Um, 
my boyfriend basically thinks that they must be doing this on purpose, but I think my I think my dad especially is a little bit clueless when it comes to social cues. And I think they have a very different love language, so I don't think he's doing this on purpose. I'm not trying to make excuses for him, but I'm just saying I just feel like we should give him a chance. Uh, but my, but now my boyfriend basically doesn't want to talk to them. He doesn't. He's been ignoring my dad's calls, and he feels like shit about this. I feel like shit about this, and they feel like shit about this. And I don't know what to do. I don't want to have to choose between my boyfriend and my family I want to stand by my boyfriend but I also would like to keep a close relationship with my family or at least a relationship um there's probably details I miss you guys are missing but I'm running out of time so yeah what do I do thanks you guys we need we definitely need more details because like right now I'm not on your boyfriend's side at all like me either I'm so confused. And if your dad is like calling him, it sounds yeah. like your dad's trying to make headway. So. And then they're ignoring the calls. I mean, like, I think the first step would be to talk to them and you have to answer a phone to be able to talk to them. Yeah. And like, I don't know why the relationship is strained. They didn't agree with some of his choices when you first started dating. But you were if you've been dating for 10 years, you were. 13 and well 13 and 16 it's a little weird no 10 years 16 and 19 you were so still 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 a little weird which like to be fair Mots and i have a larger i think a larger age gap yeah than but, that but it's that different age so like did they if it was your parents did they not agree that an 18 year old is dating a 16 year old because like unless the country were in the age of consent is 16 which it might be i as a parent would not be stoked mm-hmm. but like You've been together for 10 years and your parents have like realized you're serious about him. So what's his issue? Yeah. Like the, he hasn't gotten birthday presents from your family. Mott's parents don't get me birthday presents. Like what? Like. I, yeah, I don't even think <sighs> I'm trying to think like, I don't think my parents get my brother-in-law's birthday presents. I don't even, he, even get my sister's birthday presents because they have kids. So they just give the kids birthday presents. Yeah. But, like. I'm just confused by that. Yeah, like, like if, what? what is your boyfriend... I mean, 10 years is... I mean, obviously, he's grown up physically, but, like, has he grown up emotionally? How does he treat you? Is he respecting you? Does he respect them? Doesn't sound like it. Yeah. Like, just the whole thing that, like, he's ignoring their calls and, like, it... But... I'm just like what like it doesn't sound like he's putting forth effort and your family's kind of like putting a wall up it sounds like the other way around Mm -hmm. and like is it that his family gets you birthday presents and like he's like well if they don't then like why don't like that's just do you give him a lot of our presents his love language does he get your parents presents for their hit their birthday and they're just like not reciprocating it because like that would make more sense to me if you are doing something and that person is not reciprocating that act if that's your goal which like i don't think you should ever like have to reciprocate Mm -hmm. but like if his goal is like oh i give your parents birthday presents because i want them in return and they don't then like maybe gift giving is not their love language like you've said and like you know then they then he stops giving them presents and then put like 
stop putting forth this effort, which the only thing is you're trying to get something in return. Right. Yeah. This just seems like I will be super frank. We do. We 1000% need more information because what my from the little information we have about this, like it sounds like your boyfriend is trying to create a wedge between you and your family, which is like a massive red flag. Mm -hmm. And for what you can't you can't have a relationship with no communications. And if you're cutting off the communication then there can't be a relationship. No. And like, yeah. And I, to be fair, how you are talking about this, I do wonder if you think your boyfriend is also being ridiculous, but like you're trying to be really like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And like trying to like, you don't want to think of him like that. And so you're trying really hard, but like the fact that you didn't give us any specifics also makes me wonder like, has he not given you specifics? Like, is it just like, he's like, oh, it's a vibe. Like, I feel like they don't like me. And if they don't like you and like, it's a weird vibe, like who cares? Move on. Like be an adult. Like, Mm -hmm. If you want to be a part of this family, like, come on. Yeah. It's not about you leaving him. It would be about him being out of the picture. Because, like, yeah, it's just, I have so many questions. So, please, let us call, um, back. call back. Yeah, call back, please. And um, let's get into our next one. Mm-hmm. Hello. I'm 26 years old. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm straight. I am from a second world country and recently I've moved to the UK in hopes of a better life. So the men in my family were and are unreliable, have such deep issues of their own that their prejudices, advice and judgment are so wrong and disconnected from reality that they can't even offer moral support. My decisions are often questioned and I'm always left with their advice on how they think I should live my life. Anyways, all this to say that my romantic life is non-existent. I was never in any kind of relationship. Technically, I'm still a virgin. I don't remember the last time I had a crush on a guy in my surroundings. I'm completely sexually unexperienced. I have questioned my sexuality, if I'm straight, and if so... Am I asexual or gray sexual, but I'm just a boring street person? I love reading historical romances that are hot and heavy. I masturbate. But any time that I can choose to interact with a woman over a man, I choose the woman. Doesn't matter if I'm in a store, at the bank, at work, anywhere. All my friends are female. I think I deeply, consciously distrust men. And I don't know how to get over that, how to manage it. I'm not a fan of the dating apps, but I'm still on them. I usually quickly ask to meet up with the guys. But because of COVID, just texting with them didn't interest me. So I just stopped using the apps. It seems I wasn't really interested in getting to know anyone. And I've never been attracted enough for casual hookup. Another thing to add, before COVID, my friend asked me why I stressed out too much over meeting guys and what might happen if I were interested in them. She said I took it too seriously. So there's that. But all that can wait until I get vaccinated. Until then, I'd like to work on my prejudices towards men. Please help. I know this requires the attention of a trained professional and I'm working towards that. Thank you. Bye. This is a very thorough call, so thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really answered, like, knew all of the questions we were going to ask. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you've done a lot of 
self-reflecting and like checking in with yourself and like talking through your emotions and figuring all of this out and like you've landed on you have an innate distrust of men and that's what's like holding you back from dating um i think that like yes therapy is like that is like the most important kind of like step and thing to do but i would say um i kind of would i actually think that it would is probably not the best idea to try and gain your trust of men through romantic relationships. Yep. Yep, I think yep, that's yep. setting you up for failure because like that, cause it's just, it's not just about them being men. It's also about like, there's a, there's, yeah there's two different trust levels there because yeah. there's like the friendship you have to trust them on a friendship level or if there's more than two but you have to trust them on a friendship level on a romantic level and on a sexual level and probably other levels too but the, <laughs> i think those are the the big yeah. three that you have um trust issues with so I think maybe just it's not not even like trying to like you were saying, trying to be friends with or trying to date someone. That's how you get it. I think the first one is trying to be friends with someone. Yeah. And I would start with like, do you have a female friend that has another male friend? Do you have um, like a friend who has like a brother or a cousin that they're close with or something like that where it can be like. I don't know, I don't want to say like pre-vetted, but yeah, kind of this like, oh, this person is here. So like I can, I'm comfortable with these women that I'm friends with. And this is like one of their male friends that I get to meet that way. But I, yeah, I think you need to, it needs to be friendship first because mm -hmm. men will disappoint you and in general, but people you date will also disappoint you. And then having that be just going to be really, it's like going to be really fucking hard for like the first experience you have with a man is going to succeed romantically friendship wise. And then also like all of those other things, like it's, it's a lot to ride on that for one singular person to like, kind of do that. But I think, um, yeah, like friendships is like a great way. I think like having, um, I think a great thing that hopefully therapy will be able to like decipher with you too, is you don't want to, kind of um what is it like you know exposure therapy or whatever mm -hmm. like this is a situation where like you you need to you still remind like be in touch and tune with your gut like don't put yourself in situations that are like don't that feel icky to you that feel like this doesn't really feel safe like you when you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone like doing that in a way that is like regulated and not like oh well i have this innate distrust of men but I need to that like that's that's also not a bad thing. That's I think most women have an innate distrust of men in general. And so it's about like, okay, well, how can I get a grasp on this and understand this more and like work towards like trusting some men so that I can have relationships and date and all of that, but not like a throw caution to the wind and say, fuck it. So to that, I would really recommend getting a female therapist who understands mm -hmm. the fear that can come that women have towards men and not a male therapist who just more likely than not, like, sure, maybe we'll be understanding of it, but won't know the fact that there's still danger in general. And, and I think that even 
the caller wouldn't be able to adjust to the therapy because they wouldn't be able to trust what the therapist is saying. And that's another hurdle that she Mm -hmm. would have to get over. Yeah, I think that like with this, because this is like having a distrust of um, like sharks or like bears or something that it's like, it's, I'm not like terrified of, this isn't like an irrational kind of thing. Like this is something that like, having a healthy sense of like skepticism and like fear and distrust of like statistically, like I should. And so making sure that like you're still checking in with yourself. And if you have friends who like have male friends, like check in with them and all of that, just making sure that you're not writing off all of your feelings as being you and not like, oh, I can like recognize that this is like a, this is not a safe person or this is like not an okay situation or anything like that, which I think also, um, just talking with friends and a female therapist and all that, I think will be able to help you a lot more. And Mm -hmm. also therapy can help you unpack. Like you're able to notice that like, okay, the men in my life caused this kind of thing. And through therapy, it's healing that to then be able to move on as opposed to just being like, which is something that I had to learn, which it wasn't like, well, I know why I'm fucked up. So like, I know it's so like, what else am I need to do? And my therapist was like, okay, yeah, like knowing, like you've done like the, a great amount of work to know that, but like, what have you done to cope with that and like get through that? You can't just knowing it isn't, doesn't mean that you're okay or like you've worked your way through it and anything like that. So I think that's going to be helpful too. Um, and you might just have like an innate, the more you talk about it with someone and work through your past and all of that, I think it'll also come a little bit more naturally. Yep. You know? I agree. Don't Blame Them is where a listener will call in with their own advice from a previous episode. So maybe they have personal experience with something or they heard something on a call and they 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 have they got to say something. And so they're calling in to let us know their insight. Hi, I'm calling for Don't Blame Them, Season 7, Episode 23, about the woman who had a narcissistic mother-in-law. I'm 22 and use she, her pronouns. As soon as I heard the call, I had to call in because I have personal experience with a narcissistic parent because my dad dated one when the lockdown began and the three of us lived together. Our situations were so similar because she was super nice in the beginning and asked me about my life only to use it against me later. She also made wild accusations against me and my dad And a lot of times with those wild accusations, it could be a form of projection. So um, the nude sent to the brother that they were talking about might have something to do with projection from the mother-in-law. It's so important for both the caller and her boyfriend to go to therapy and also research what you can on narcissism. After my dad broke up with his girlfriend, he did a bunch of research and also joined a Facebook group for people who survived narcissistic abuse. The most important thing the caller and her boyfriend have to do is go what is called no contact and completely cut the person out of their lives. We had to do that with my dad's ex because any chance she had to get to us, she just caused more damage. And it's impossible to distance yourself from abusive people like that without completely cutting them off. What I would do, since it's more on the caller's boyfriend to cut the mom off, is encourage him to go to therapy and find communities of people with narcissistic parents because they will point them 
in uh, the direction to eventually going no contact with the person. So, yeah, I'm so sorry the caller is going through this. It's so hard to have um, these kinds of people into your life and cause so much damage. I really feel for you. Anyways, Megan and Melissa, I love the show and always recommend it to all my friends. So I think I got y'all a couple new listeners. Right. Thank you. We slowly become an MLM. We give you affiliate codes to make your friends listen to the show. (laughs) What would the codes be for? It doesn't matter because it's an MLM. Yeah, nothing. Good vibes. We Mm -hmm. we give you good vibes. That's our, uh, it's kind of like cryptocurrency. Yeah, it's an NFT. NFT. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. This is great. Yeah, great advice. Super, super, super great advice. Um, I also think that uh, talking with when like your when the original caller, her boyfriend, like finding a therapist or anything like that. Um, a lot of the times, people like you know you can like ask like specifically your therapist, like making sure you specialize in a lot of things. Um, but saying that like, do you have experience dealing with like narcissistic like parents and that kind of stuff? That's really important and like most therapists will actually like my therapist, like my therapist is like told me, she was like, no, no, I have a narcissistic mom. So like this is, and that's like where it'll be like, um, uh, being a little bit more open and like your therapist, like talking, like I have experience with this personally, because it can be pretty hard, especially if you're going to a therapist who's older than you, who has kids, um, that, uh, even if the therapist will not be like biased in any way, it can be hard as the person in therapy. Mm-hmm to be able to be really open without knowing that that person is like, oh, this is, you know, this is a common thing that I deal with either with like my patients or anything like that. Like, I'm not going to like lead you astray, which most won't. But having that kind of sense of understanding is great. Because you never want a therapist who's like, well, they they are your parent. And you're like, right. that was not my choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sadly, I do know that. <laughs> And that's the issue. <laughs> so, yeah, great advice. Great advice. And I'm glad that um, this, uh, the don't blame me caller, I mean, don't blame them caller. I'm glad that your uh, dad got out of that relationship. Me too. That's Rose. also so strange, like being quarantined with him. Can't imagine. Can't Would die. I know. They think about that. You can't imagine, though. I can't imagine. No, I think about all the time about like, I I feel for kids who are like in like rough home situations. I'm like, if I was in high school, middle school, any age during I, holy fuck, would have been so, so brutal. So, but thank you for calling and giving this advice. And I'm glad you mentioned the no contact thing, because that's like actually like a essentially like what the um the treatment for dealing with like people who have narcissistic personality disorder or forms of uh narcissism in that is that like everything is working towards no contact Mm -hmm. um but yeah that is our episode hope you all enjoyed if you want to call in for an upcoming one you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976 international listeners you can send us audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com 
.com. I'm throwing that in there because people have been missing my .com. I saw that. Because we have changed our Instagram handle to by.megan.and.melissa.not.so people are sad. There's no more don't blah meme pod. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's still there in your heart if you think about it. Yeah. It still exists. It does. So, but follow our Instagram. We would really appreciate it. And um, rate the show. Leave us a review. We love a good review. It makes our day. If you want to listen ad free Stitcher and then Patreon for a dollar a month, you can listen or you can watch all the video versions of the podcast, see our reactions, see our faces, see our, see our shake our titties. And for $5 a month, we do two live streams. And so you get to see the titty watching live, live, or live the titty shaking, I should say. <laughs> it's a good time, but it's really fun. And um, it also just really helps to support the show. So if you are someone who like has no desire to actually attend the live stream, but you still want to support the show, um, we greatly appreciate it. It's mm-hmm. not required. You and don't you can have watch to watch it later too. Yeah. Um, and they're a great time. And if you're in our Facebook group, people do sing the praises of them. And we're currently using the laptop stand that everyone helped me set up. Mm, Yes. In one. Yes. Um, Um, What do you want to promote? I'd also, before I promote myself, I would also like to say um, that if you're in the Facebook group, if you delete, if you like post men are trash, then it, if you know, it gets automatically deleted. So I recently said it backwards i typed everything out backwards and it did not get deleted so if that is what you're feeling trash our men mm-hmm. no i didn't even do that i spelled it completely backwards oh yes nice yes okay yes, yes. and it didn't get deleted and a lot of people picked up on it because they like tapped mm-hmm. they did the little haha thing so great we found a so workaround we might have a workaround for now i think they'll probably catch on later but we have one for now I really want to contact Facebook to be like, okay, keep keep women or trash. That's for sure. Flag that. We don't need to flag men or trash. This is not hate speech. This is fact. And they have articles written on this already that you can Google. Oh, drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Anything okay. else? No. No, promote. What promote. do you want to promote? Uh, just follow me on Instagram, please. Oh, I also will be um, starting to uh, do consultations for podcasts. So if you'd like to start a podcast, then go to my um, my website, uh, diamondimprint.productions, and sign up if you were interested. Hell yeah. Follow us both on Instagram. Follow me on TikTok. My Instagram may be declining, but my TikTok is growing. So mm-hmm. I'm abandoning all, all my she roots. she does is dance to it. To dance. Well, because I'm making, I'm giving Moth an education of like mm-hmm. all of the albums. And um, so it's been, he's he's been liking them. He's been enjoying them. And I've been enjoying just dancing around like a mm-hmm. lunatic. But I also did make the greatest TikTok of my life. Which was you saw that video of that the um, that Instagram model who matched with Ben oh, Affleck yeah. mm-hmm. on on Raya. She unmatched him because like she didn't think it was real, um, and then he DM'd her this crazy ass video. Hi, it's like, why'd you, why did you unmatch you me? Yeah. It's me. And then I stitched it with Todd Cranes, Auntie Chris. It's me, Todd Cranes, Scott Disick from Keeping with Kardashians, and Mots has never seen it. And he was dying, but it made me so happy. I thought someone else was going to make it. And then I was like, I'll make it. You did it. 
You did it. Good job. Thank Being you. Being on the, you know, top of the algorithm. I don't know. I'm just saying words. TikTok. But I do agree. I do enjoy reading through your comments. I, I can't. Like... When you fucking commented back to someone going, when is Freakish season three? It was Freakish canceled. <laughs> you said, no, season three is coming in the fall. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. It's been years. I know. Like... It's so funny. The amount of people who do still ask me. And I'm like, nope. So. So. Also, like, all you guys were playing college students, I mean, high school students, and you were clearly older than high school students, but now you're, like, very much adults. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's... yeah. <laughs> Leo still plays a fucking high school student, though, I'm pretty sure. Well, Leo is he's younger the, He's than the youngest. Though. Yeah. I think he is the youngest. He is. He is. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's it. We will mm-hmm. see you all next time. Get vaccinated, wear a mask, and don't kill anybody. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.